Nintendo Cartridge Society presents NCS Classic Edition Metroid Other M Part 6 Welcome to Nintendo Cartridge Society. My name is Patrick Ellers, joined as always by my co-host Mark Mitchell. Hey, how's it going, Patrick? Uh, good, Mark. How are you? Pretty good. Uh, so we have been playing Metroid the Other M, um, which could stand for any number of things at this point. Right? Yeah, it could stand for Madeline. It could stand for Mother. It could stand for metroid <laughs> uh so we we've gotten to sector zero now you should also have gotten to sector zero mm-hmm. um and uh how how are we feeling just broad strokes about about the game right now i think i don't know now that we have we're more powerful yeah uh power has been nice yeah and it um i don't know th- this to me feels like the most the best part of the game so far yeah absolutely like um you know and we i think mentioned it last time that like as we got later into the game it felt like the level design was more like intentional or um like challenging or involved or something are you sitting on something Mark? (laughs) (laughs) interesting well okay you have buttons on your couch yeah so they they kind of like come up but they're not going to come off oh okay 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 (laughs) i was worried i had unbuttoned your couch and that that would have been disastrous (laughs) you'd unbutton the couch and if because if you unbutton the couch it just becomes detached from everything (laughs) slides right off um yeah i i mean i felt like this was the part of the game where it almost seemed like it's the most interesting. The level design is the most interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, the backtracking is handled the best because you are more powerful now. Yeah, I mean that was kind of the most, um, the most like revelatory part of uh, this game, or at least like this section, is like Samus is really tearing through uh, everything. You know, we we encounter hallways um, with tons of those uh, flying drone robot guys um and the ones that you can only shoot when they're charging up right well that was the case when right right you had right. leveled up or i guess it's not even leveling up but just um uh just having your all of your beams activated um yeah and now you can just like blast them whenever so yeah it it it, it's, it goes a long way towards making you feel more powerful and also like um there's the the moment in there which is a cool story moment, um, but also just a super fun gameplay moment where Samus uh, clicks on her own, where she powers herself up. Right, she gets like the space jump and screw attack and stuff. Yeah, at, at the same time. Uh, and then you're just like blowing up fools yeah. by just jumping on them. Well, she goes like, any objections, Adam? Okay, so for as crummy as like the interaction between her and Adam is throughout like all of this game, it's almost worth it for that moment that she gets to turn the any objections back around on him i thought it was really cool but the th- yeah yeah it's 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 nice but the thing about is like Did you just <laughs> yeah 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 me? <laughs> yeah 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 well <laughs> but no yeah yeah because yeah. she's the one that chose to follow these directives in the first place right 
so for her to be like any objections adam is kind of dumb because it's like why are you mad at adam you're the one that decided that like was holding yourself to this that nobody else was yeah she's an idiot but <laughs> but i just like to see her like claiming some of her age yeah yeah back. no in the context of the game it is a nice moment although was she ever ever authorized to use her plasma beam or did she also earlier decide to turn that on when ridley attacked her whoa yeah it turns out that the uh Pika Chocobo, Chokachu, Chokachu, yeah. uh, is right. actually was actually the baby form of Ridley. Okay, let's talk about that. First of all, I do think Adam said, Samus, use your plasma. Oh, okay. Um, but so Ridley isn't a singular entity. It's like a race of creature. Oh, okay. I mean, is that right? It must be. It must be like Jaws in the Jaws movies that those things keep dying and then they keep. Oh so, no 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 no! Is here's that the, how Jaws works? Here's what I think. Well, like by the fourth one, Jaws: The Revenge. Uh huh. Um, that's where the tagline "It's personal" comes from. Is because the premise of this movie is that Jaws, a shark related to Jaws in an unknown fashion, right. is personally hunting down the Brody family. Okay. That's the premise of that movie. So it could be that, like, these are other people in Ridley's fa- family uh-huh. that have come to seek revenge, but we know that's not true. Oh, we know because it we to be know cloned. Because we know it to be cloned from the goo that was on uh, Samus's suit, because that's also, dun dun dun, they've been cloning Metroids. Cloning Metroids. <laughs> Good. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so all of the goo on Samus, uh, has been scraped off of her and used to clone every manner of creature she's fought in the past. Mm -hmm. So last time when I was like, that, uh, lava whale looks a lot like this other thing. Maybe it was like a botched clone of that thing. Yeah, it's possible. I mean, really, like, this is another example where the plot is still enormously stupid, but this is the most satisfying it's been. Yeah. It's still enormously stupid, and the presentation of it is still also just, like, mind-boggling. Like, <laughs> where the the dialogue just, like, wraps over itself, and, like, then there's narration over that, and none of it makes any sense. Um uh, I actually thought the boss fight, speaking of like, oh, this is the most polished that the game has been so far. There were two parts that I was like, oh, this is actually inventive and fun. The first one was like the gravity sections when uh-huh. they like reverse gravity and then gravity becomes like heavy. Like I wish there had been more of the reversed gravity because that seemed cool. Just yeah. like everything being heavier. It wasn't as fun. Yeah. Well, I mean, and that also should have done the opposite of like now gravity super light and you're like flying Floaty. through the air. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. like that's one of those like interesting ideas that they just never really um, elaborated on. And it's a shame because that's on the Wii and the Wii had mario galaxy which is like the king of messing with gravity i keep thinking this is a gamecube game yeah it's not i mean it basically is right the the gamecube metroid games are actually very good yeah no um just in the sense that like when you see madeline bergman yeah um she's so like plastic and Mm -hmm. in like the in a way that um 
I mean, I guess all the characters are in a way that's very like GameCube era. Like yeah. they look like Resident Evil Four characters. Yeah, and that was one of the things you said is that this looks like Ashley, Ashley. the president's daughter from Resident Evil Four, and I was like, oh, do you mean Alexia Ashford from Code Veronica? So like that's the era we're dealing in, like PlayStation Two, Dreamcast, yeah, GameCube style graphics. Um, and although models. I don't even know if it's a well. Anyways, there is a reason that, I mean, they telegraph it, whatever, that Madeline is act, it, like, she acts weird. Yeah. Um, For a reason that, like, makes sense, sense story-wise, but it doesn't really play or pay off because everybody, like, acts equally weird. Yeah. Because we were saying she's, like, stilted and awkward right but like no one is able to have a normal human interaction right right so it doesn't play like it's supposed to okay before we like get ahead and talk about the the like scene between samus and uh dr bergman who's two and a half feet shorter than she is (laughs) um let's let's stay on ridley okay uh that whole interaction well this was the second this was the second thing that i um thought was handled the best so far in this game was that the Ridley boss battle was actually like satisfying yeah um, from like a combat perspective mm-hmm. I actually think both of the bosses that we fought uh in this kind of round through uh both felt like meaningful fights where um like I was just barely hanging on and uh felt like I knew when I was screwing up um and could like f- intuit them basically yeah they felt less chaotic than the other boss battles uh-huh. where it's just like i guess i'm just gonna run around and like shoot it a bunch right <laughs> hey just just shoot it a bunch. <laughs> but like as the game has gotten as we've gone further into the game like the lava whale whose uh-huh. n- name we said so many times last episode and i've already forgotten oh it's uh borat <laughs> <laughs> my lava <laughs> uh very nice like the yeah everything just feel, it, it feels like yeah everything feels more refined like because that boss battle also not i don't think as good as ridley but like the mechanics of it were clear of the nightmare yeah 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 um but in uh the like the ridley fight there was you know you were kind of looking on your phone and i was uh just fighting it and there are uh, parts where um he, his skin turns like all black and he's like rocky or something not like balboa but like made of rock <laughs> stony we'll say stony, stony. <laughs> um and i was like well what do, what do you think i do here uh shoot a super missile at him and of course that did it like that you know like shook him up yeah i i feel like that was the weakest part of the ridley boss battle and i think that's because the first person's perspective is just really stupid. Yeah, it's still a, a real big bummer. And, you know, like anytime you do it, you're like, okay, let me, f- I need a, a couple seconds, maybe even only a second, but like a solid second to be vulnerable where anything that comes my way is just going to hit me or um, I'm going to have to do one of those dodge moves and, you know, interrupt my missile firing um, sequence. The thing I did not like about the Ridley fight and the it like goes back to the plot is i mean how many times at this point in canon has samus encountered ridley uh i think we can do this right maybe just maybe just twice maybe just twice but that's a metroid and super metroid both times 
she kills him, right? Uh, yeah. So I mean, she does encounter him twice in Super Metroid. The first time he just steals the Metroid, right? And then the second time she kills him. Yeah. But it, but she vanquishes him both times, right? Yeah. The only reason Ridley is there is because her armor is dripping with his guts. But for some reason in this game, she encounters Ridley, and she freezes up. In fact, the game illustrates this by turning her into a literal child, which we've not seen before right child samus fine <laughs> yeah whatever <laughs> um i'm sure it's on deviant art somewhere but no oh, come on <laughs> uh so so it, it just like it, again like the continued um in this case literal but like uh infantilization perfect yes <laughs> I mean, not perfect. I no, had to sound it out by <laughs> syllable, but infantilization. <laughs> um, it's weird, but I almost want to say that she's being emasculated. Yeah, no, I, I that I, that's maybe a better word for it, honestly. Um, because everybody else, all the men in the game, are like, "Hey, I'm so tough. I'm, you know, like." Uh, I mean, hey, I'm also dead. But. <laughs> yeah, but like Ridley, let me teach you an example. Of, you know, like a lesson about being a man. And then <laughs> they're talking to Ridley. When they say <laughs> yeah, remember Anthony's like shooting his Gatling gun. Is like you need to learn some. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah you you got bad style. You need to learn about subtlety. Yeah, and what you're you, like right. So everybody else has like so much machismo, mm -hmm. and then Samus, you know, in this game, again is just treated like a baby or an infant or like, um. I mean, they're Anthony in their la uh, last episode. We didn't talk about it, but there's a line where he's like, I can't see, I couldn't see your pretty face. Or like, yeah. you're like, oh, I wasn't able to see your pretty face or something like that. And you're yeah, just yeah. like, give me a break. But That's... again, like 60 year old Japanese man, you know, like, <laughs> right. They're... What makes a woman strong? Uh, she's beautiful. <laughs> uh, but Anthony evidently dies oh yeah way <laughs> dead ridley fight yeah ridley knocks him into the uh lava so this is uh, uh something that happens and then is immediately recapped afterwards that samus is like oh he anthony didn't make it and it's a good thing they did recap it because somehow i didn't notice <laughs> <laughs> how how it what, what is what is going on <laughs> I, I don't know, because it, it was in there. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, You're not in my head. I apologize. <laughs> uh, also, if Samus is trying to find the deleter, at this point, she's down to, like, two people. Yeah. J has she considered that it's her? That she's <laughs> the deleter? <laughs> also, we've talked about this a couple of times while we're playing, but it's uh, it's just it's funny to me how many times they mention the plasma beam or having plasma beams <laughs> before you know what that is <laughs> so every time they're like uh you you might want to use your plasma for this I'm like like i mean i know what that is and you know what that is but may maybe let's talk about what that is yeah yeah i mean it's true uh and anthony also has like a plasma rifle or something yeah like a gatling out. gun like yeah. a plasma gatling gun but he uses it up and then gets thrown into the lava yeah by ridley lots of lava lots of lava that's how they compost their trash or that's how they like dispose of their trash right their space waste mm -hmm. <laughs> that's how they you just inject that stuff out into space right 
Not if you're environmentally responsible, clearly. There's no, by definition, no environment in space. You think it's a good idea for a bunch of space junk to be just like floating around up there? (laughs) Patrick. I think it's fine. (laughs) I'm just saying, you want burning garbage in your closed system environment? Maybe they use it for fuel. Okay. All right, fine. Maybe they use it for fuel. Um, so it turns out that the Federation is making Metroids. Yes. Cloned from Samus's uh, suit. Right. And the Metroid militarization project. Yes. Is what it says on the screen. And Samus is like, oh, but you have to have a mother brain to control them telepathically. Right. And this is when Madeline says, "Oh, we had we created an AI that we call MB." So Madeline Bergman, Mother Brain, MB Montgomery Burns. <laughs> so I'm not saying that Madeline Bergman is the AI. I'm just saying that's quite the coincidence. Yeah. Especially and because Samus already uh, learned her name, right? Because Adam or somebody was like, hey, there's a doctor on board. You know, like, we need to look for survivors. The thing was... I mean, we, we've we been saying, Bergman! <laughs> yeah. For a couple episodes now. And then there's a point where, right? <laughs> so, like, Madeline runs away from Samus again. And then Samus uh, catches her and is like, hey... I need you to trust me. And so Madeline opens the door and Samus goes, I'm Samus Aaron. What's your name? And Madeline, like staring dead into the camera, goes, Madeline Bergman. It's like, oof. Oof. Also, come on, girl. Believe in your degree. (laughs) Dr. Madeline Bergman. You didn't go to... Eight years of Space University for nothing? <laughs> no. Come on. You are a doctor of bioweapon engineering. R- believe you know, in yourself. Believe in your- How do you expect someone else to believe in you if you no. don't believe in yourself? No wonder Samus is like, what's up with you? Yeah. What's your deal? Yeah. Samus is like, I'm not with the Federation. Right? Because Madeline's like scared of the Federation. I don't buy any of this. Ugh. Okay. So Madeline s- sort of starts to explain what's going on in the space station um is she working for the federation because the federation yes yeah she is she's working for the federation um but she doesn't trust them i guess not i don't know if she was trusting them before or okay yeah it's unclear because she says at some point here that the federation is trying to wipe out everyone and everything that has any knowledge of what's going on yeah. On the station, right? So I think what this is what I think happened. Okay. Is that they were brought into this project, right? So I don't think that they were cloning Metroids. Is this Who are they? Uh Madeline and other her team. And of, her team. Okay. Yeah. And I don't think uh any of them were surprised that Metroids were being cloned okay. that's my understanding is that they were like working on this like bioweapon project right i think what happened was that it got like with the um zebzians mm-hmm. and how they talk about like they started becoming space pirates 
I, you know, because of the presence of Ridley. So I think what happened right. is it that started to the lead project to the resurrection got, of the space pirates. So I think the project got out of hand, uh-huh. right? And so the Federation was like, "Oh, we're shutting this down, and we're gonna and we're gonna destroy any um, signs of it." Right, but not just by just straight up destroying the base. Right, because the Metroids, because if they did they that, the if they did that, the Metroids would be gone as well. Right, and they don't want to do that, and so. So I think what Madeline is concerned about is that that they're coming to kill her. That I think that's what our understanding, what the process is supposed to be. So I don't think it's a surprise to her, like she wasn't brought there under false pretenses. Sure, that's my understanding. So and and so this whole time she's not like last time we talked about her. She is saying, "How am I supposed to trust trust the Galactic Federation when?" one of the I saw one of them kill another one. What she really means is the Galactic Federation is out to kill me. That's what I think. Okay. That's it's, what I that's what I've gotten out of it. It's just like that's that's how like a murder mystery goes is that people aren't expressing themselves. Oh yeah. Clearly, I'm, but, I'm yeah. we haven't talked about this. This game is a murder mystery. Oh yeah. Yes. And like although at, at this point all of the suspects have been killed. <laughs> right? Well and there's a number of times where okay so like Adam is missing. That's right. Um and hey yeah Adam is missing mm-hmm. so her saying any objections Adam kind of crummy to <laughs> your friend is missing it's not the best time to like rub it in his face uh and I think she would go investigate it except now she just found out that like Metroids are yeah she did find out that Metroids <laughs> that's correct do you think in the modern era of video games that Metroids are scary like are metroids do they make a good like villain of the metroid series because metroids are not scary they worked in like an 8-bit and even like 16-bit right but now they they just kind of look like jellyfish you know like yeah i mean there there is something like gross and weird about them though but like what do we see them do that's bad they like eat samus Right, they. I mean, that that was the thing about them uh, that they were more scary in like the context of the game than abstractly, um, because they're so fast and that they would latch on to you and you didn't have like your normal defenses against um, enemies. Like, didn't hold up the the same way against Metroids that they would have uh, against anything else. So you had to like bomb your way out of it and then like try to like they they were just very they're just very aggressive in a way that enemies in the metroid games aren't like all the all the other enemies are like animals with normal sort of animal attack patterns and then metroids are these horrible parasitic creatures that just like hone in on you so maybe it's this game specifically that does a really bad job of making metroid seem like a threat well because everyone talks about Mm -hmm. oh metroids 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 but the entire game has been predicated on the idea that she is treating a metroid like a baby yeah that's definitely true but i mean on the other side of it all previous metroid games you don't talk about the metroids for you know five hours and then not encounter them you know like the Metroids are scary when you encounter them. When one comes flying at you and you're like, oh my god, I didn't know it was time for that yet. Um, whereas this, we've been playing the game for seven hours at this point, something like that, and uh, we haven't encountered one yet. Yeah, it's almost set up like, I'm trying to think of an example from a movie, and I don't even know 
that I can think of one that holds the the villain for that long. Or? Well, no, that's like it's uh, because let's uh, like really it feels like what this game wanted to be mm-hmm. was like not a Metroid game. It wanted to be a Samus Aran game, and then the fact that Metroids were on this ship was supposed to be a big twist, like a sure, surprise. Yeah, yeah. But it's right, so like it's almost like they should have marketed marketed it as you know like no 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 this is just like the metroids are gone so here's samus just doing like something else yeah and then the twist at the end is like oh crap metroids are still in existence but since it's called metroid other m this big reveal that they've been working up to for like five hours is just like what was the Uh, point it's the inevitable like yeah of course yeah exactly you can't have an alien movie like the alien aliens ridley scott you can't have a one of those movies where like the twist is there are aliens in the movie that doesn't work right because because you're like oh i guess maybe that's what prometheus was uh sure and And we all love prometheus (laughs) no but that's what i'm saying is like it didn't work right well and also we know going into prometheus that it's an alien prequel or like we we you know that going into yeah that's true um and I guess it would be kind of impossible to have a video game that is like a stealth metro. How crazy would that be, by the way? If you were just playing a Nintendo game and you're like going along and you're like, oh, I maybe sort of recognize some of these mechanics. Play, 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 play. Holy cow, it's a Metroid game. That'd be nuts. I mean, that'd be that would be cool. And I but this the way this game's narrative is structured makes no sense to me. Right? Because again, yeah. it's supposed to be a big reveal that metroids exist when you're like yeah duh duh of course they exist uh yeah so storytelling problems abound (laughs) um let's talk about the nightmare a little bit uh so this is a a boss right before you uh go into sector zero um who also appears in metroid fusion which takes place uh chronologically after this right so this is uh canonically the first time you encounter nightmare that's right um and nightmare in fusion is hard like it's a tough boss um and like you just have to unload you know like missile super missiles just everything on it um and it's it's one of the few boss fights where you're like oh i've run out of everything you know it just it soaks up so much damage um but I actually think the fight is better in this game um, just because it's more dynamic. It changes the gravity on you. Um, sometimes you got to like freeze this little gravity manipulation tail. Um, and when the gravity is heavier, that's you have to like change the way you're avoiding its attacks. Um, I don't know. It just it and the room that it's in was cooler than just like a regular square that you fight it in. Does it feel like the music is getting better as well? Yeah, I think it's getting more Metroidy. Yeah, like it plays like Ridley's theme mm-hmm. when you're fighting Ridley. Um, the music, yeah, it has like yeah. I just I think like the music is getting better. It's weird. Like as the game comes to a close, it's still not a great game, but everything's like tighter and more fun. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm I'm certainly having more fun with it. Um than than we were the the first like little bit do you ever feel like that's just your experience with a game though that like a longer game isn't really fun in the first like couple hours and like i don't know if that's part of like 
you learning like the language of the game or if games are for some reason just not as good when they start what what, what do you think about that i i'm trying to think of a good game that i've had that experience yeah. there have been a lot of like mediocre or bad games mm-hmm. where that is true and it's like it becomes fun because the challenge in a way goes in a sense goes away because you become like more powerful and yeah. so then you're like oh kind of like in this game where it's like oh the annoying things about it in the beginning just blow they right like made it like now. artificially yeah. difficult like i'm tra- kind of thinking of like a game maybe like shadows of mordor which is not a bad game but mm-hmm. it's like pretty middle of the road and you know in the beginning it's fine but you're under you're not very powerful and so uh everything that becomes annoying about that game like enemy ai or you know whatever yeah, sure uh like a particularly annoying attack from an enemy um when you get more powerful by the end of the game yeah you're like you just slice through yeah so it doesn't or... so like it doesn't matter as much i i feel like a good game like a genuinely good game uh doesn't have those problems but i i am willing to believe that there is one i just can't think of it offhand I mean, I, I feel like, uh, uh, we, you know, we've talked about um, Zelda on this podcast before, and uh, like Twilight Princess has a notoriously slow start, um, and I, th- I, I think that is one of the harder parts of the game to like get through, and that it has less to do with power really, and more just like, you know, you're not fully invested in the world until you spend too much time in it. Yeah, I, 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 I no, no, no. Yeah. I, yeah, I think that's an interesting point. I don't know. I'd have like, to think about it more. Yeah, like I, I wonder um, if we just needed to like spend more time in this world and like let the stupid story cast its spell on us, right? Like effectively cast its spell on us. You know, when you're taking it in like smaller chunks or like right when you're starting, it's easy to be like, this is bad. I don't like it. But when it's bad and you don't like it, but you've been watching it for four hours. You're like, all right, this isn't that bad. Well, also consider this, like using Twilight Princess as an example, Mm -hmm. like how long does it take to beat Twilight Princess first time through? Uh, 25, 25 hours. hours. So sure. The annoying, well, we'll say the first like four hours generally are pretty obnoxious. Right. So we're saying the first like sixth of the game. Yeah. Yeah. So we are now, what five sixths of the way through metroid other m yeah and it is just now getting i d- it gets good late yes <laughs> you know and <laughs> I so think that's accurate so if zelda if twilight princess started getting good at our like 16 out of 20 oof, oof. It wouldn't be a good game. I mean, I've heard people make that claim about like Final Fantasy thirteen that like it gets good after twenty hours. Yeah, but Final Fantasy thirteen isn't generally regarded as a very good game. That's a great point, Mark. <laughs> uh, uh, do we have any other thoughts on this game? Um, I mean, we'll have more thoughts uh, when we yeah, come I, back I, from the next. I episode, think I but. just wish the rest of the game had been like this. Yeah, it's it, but it's hard that like part of what makes this so satisfying is that it is like a, a power fantasy where like you're finally, you know, th- shooting super missiles and uh, screw attacking on guys and yeah. But I so you know in most games you 
gain that sense of power because you like gain abilities and you level up. Yeah. In this game, you've had these abilities all along and they're yeah. just being like granted to you. So my pitch for if I were to like remake Metroid Other M is I would grant you all of these abilities up front, but I would just make it I would include the things that we're just getting to now, like the gravity manipulation from the beginning. Yeah. So yeah. that way you still have all your powers, you know, like all your abilities. Just the and it's just like worse. Yeah. yeah, it's just like the environment is what makes it more difficult. Um and I think that takes uh like interesting game design. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I think probably what's hard about that is that making it approachable for a, a new player that wouldn't intuitively know missiles, super missiles. Right. I mean, that that's attack, kind of like the jump. problem that the later Batman, like Arkham games had. Yeah, absolutely. Is that, you know, like Arkham Knight, you pretty you pretty much start with uh, a full like move set. Yeah. And so it's just like... And utility oh, belt. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's a lot to throw at like a new player. Yeah. So that's a fair point. Yeah. Um okay, well, so uh f- our next episode is our final episode on this um in this little mini series here. Uh so when you come back, just have beaten the game, right? Yeah. Yeah. So just just have beaten the game and uh we'll see you then for the end of Metroid Other Am. <laughs> Network.